Hello and welcome to the Uncredible Adventures podcast with me, your host Cornelius. I'm really pleased to have you here with me today. A little bit of a different episode for you this week. You'll have noticed that it's quite a bit shorter than normal and that is because I have just had one of those weeks. I've had no time at all. A few things going wrong that I've had to deal with and technical issues as well. I've currently got no Wi-Fi so I'm going to have to work out a way to upload it but it throws everything off. My editing software works in the cloud and all the rest of it. So unfortunately I'm not in a position to record a standard episode. However, I didn't want to leave you all high and dry. Some of you have been with me now uh, for coming up to two months. We've got regular listeners and people who are really enjoying the show and I didn't want to just leave you completely blank. So I've made the effort to record something today. I've got a funny story to share with you. If this is your first time listening, if you've just found the podcast, then uh, fair warning, this isn't a standard episode. You might want to look back through the catalogue. We've had some really good previous episodes. Nonetheless, you'll get a good flavour of what we're about and what we do on this podcast. Everyone else that is uh, tuning in again, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy this fun size edition. I'm looking forward to it. After the week I've had, it's great to be talking to you again. This is a real good release for me. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Uncredible Adventures, a fun size edition, and it's called Past the Port. So those of you that listened last week, you'll know that I got called out to Barcelona for an unplanned business meeting at short notice right in the middle of the week uh, had had a good time out there not too much to report back and then on the way back through Barcelona airport I got to the airport really early I think about three and a half hours before my flight took off for, for a variety of reasons but essentially I had time to kill and I got there and, and as these things go I think the more time you think you've got the more relaxed you become and I had a, a nice time in Barcelona airport looked around the duty-free sprayed various perfumes on myself uh, bought some european sweets and chocolate for the kids had a a look around had something to eat quite happy and as it always seems to go when when that's the situation i completely lost track of time and suddenly realized that actually the flight i was meant to be on was due to take off i think in about 45 minutes and they called my gate and and it actually said they were boarding so I suddenly thought, okay, well, they're not going to be boarding yet, but I need to get to that gate pretty quickly. So my demeanour changed from leisure to business. I thought, right, I've got to get across the airport. And I really needed the loo. So I found a toilet, did my business, and then looked at my gate and started headed off towards my gate. And it was quite a long walk. I had to walk for three or four minutes across the airport, up an escalator, round a corner, and then about three minutes back the other way. And I finally got to passport control. Fortunately, it was pretty quiet, pretty empty, no queues, even in the UK passport only lane. Thank you, Brexit, for that. But I got to the booth, felt around and suddenly realised I didn't have my passport. I had it in my front right pocket. I was sure of that and it was missing. And in that moment when you realise you're at the airport, it's late at night, you're tired, you just want to get home and you've lost your passport and you suddenly think, what am I going to do? So I started frantically checking my pockets, emptying everything out onto the floor, checking pockets three or four times, even though I knew it wasn't in there, going back, hoping that, you know, perhaps, perhaps it, <laughs> hoping for a miracle, maybe my passport slipped down, you know, between my pocket or I just didn't feel it. I started to empty out my bag, started looking in pockets and zippers. My passport was absolutely nowhere. I didn't have it. It had my boarding pass inside it as well. And I started to think, what have I done with it? Now, 
I'd bought something in a shop a little while earlier and I'd had to scan my boarding card. So I know I had my passport at that point because I remember getting the boarding card out and I remember putting it back in my pocket. I was pretty sure I had, but I thought, could I have lost it in that shop? I didn't think I did. I was pretty sure I put it back in my pocket, but at least I knew I could place it at a certain point. So I had half of my brain that wanted to keep rifling through my bag, wanted to open more pockets, wanted to check the zips and was was praying that I had it on me. But the other part of me knew that, look, if, if I'd left this passport in the shop on the till or something like that, time was ticking. I made the decision, no, I've got to, I've got to go and look for it. I've got to assume it's not in my pocket. I've got to go and find where it is and it must be in the shop. So quickly zipped up my bag chucked everything back in it and started running so I ran back across the across the top of the airport down the escalator right across the airport back to the shop right at the start which took me about five minutes ran across got to the shop got to the tills looking very disheveled I'm sure went to the till I'd used I couldn't see my passport anywhere and I spoke to the lady I said did I leave my passport here did I was in here you know 10 minutes ago did I leave my passport and she said no 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 you didn't so no it's not been handed and it's not been left and I thought, okay, oh, what have I done with this? Where can it be? Has someone nicked it? What what, what use is it to someone? Surely do people steal things? They've already gone through security. So it's someone that's got a ticket and someone that's meant to be in the airport. I stepped outside the shop and there was a security guard. And I walked up to him and I said, uh, please, I've lost my passport. I've lost my passport. And he sort of slowly looked at me um, and rolled his eyes a bit and went, ha! speak 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 to the police <laughs> i was like uh, okay where's the police and he sort of shrugged again and said mm, go go to the information desk so i said okay 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 so i started running across the airport to the information desk and it suddenly occurred to me there was another thing i'd done i'd gone to the toilet and i'd used a cubicle <laughs> again as I, as I don't on this show i'm not going to go into too much detail but i'd used a cubicle and i'd realized that if my passport was in my front pocket in the cubicle when I pulled my trousers down, potentially I'd knocked the passport out. So running into the toilet to have a look in there, the cubicle I'd been in was empty. I looked, it wasn't on the floor in there. I definitely had lost my passport. One more check of my pockets. And I went I went running over to the information desk. At this point, just had doom in my head. I was just constantly playing every single scenario that plays out from here where I've lost my passport. And I was thinking, well, what do I do now, this is already 11 o'clock at night. So I was like, well, there's no way they're going to let me get on the plane. There's no way I'm going to fly. So I'm going to have to find a hotel tonight somewhere in Barcelona. I'm going to have to rebook a flight. I'm going to have to deal with whatever you deal with when you've lost your passport. I don't even know how that resolves. What do I have to go to the, the embassy and plead for sanctuary? I don't know. But I, all these things going through my head. And all I wanted to do was be at home, go to sleep. And I was panicking. So I got to the information desk, lovely lady there, and I said to her, I said, I have lost my passport. And she looked up at me and she said, Ah, Cornelius? And I thought, Oh, wow, a fan of the podcast. Oh, she recognises me. I said, Oh, yes, I am. How did you know? And she said, Your passport was handed in. I said, oh, of course it was. And immediately I had that blessed flood of relief, like... Oh, hallelujah. I think I, you know, I almost fell to my knees and I was, you know, ready to do absolutely anything. I was so happy. I said, Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. I said, Can I have it? And she said, Oh, no, no, no. I don't have it. I don't have it. I said, Okay, where is it? She said, Oh, I, I gave it to the border guard. I gave it to the border guard. 
I said, okay, where's the border guard? And she says, oh, um, maybe if you go across here. And she's pointing roughly in the direction of where the customs booth that I'd, I'd just come from, the passport control was. So I assumed it was those people. So I thought, perfect. I said, okay. She said, yeah, I gave it to them. They've got it. I thought, brilliant, right. I was still worried because at this point now, it was about half an hour until my flight was due to take off and, and they would be starting to board people. But at least I knew my passport had been found. It hadn't been stolen. It had been handed to an authority. So not entirely comfortable, but at least I thought, right, there's a very good chance that I'm going to find my passport again. I'm not going to live the rest of my life wondering where it went that time in Barcelona when I completely ruined my whole week. But I was worried about catching my flight. So I ran back across the floor of the airport i ran up this escalator across again got up to the um, booths where the guys were checking passports again no queue thankfully got there about i think about 20 minutes before my flight was due to take off and i ran up to the desk and i said i've lost my passport i don't have my passport and the border official looked at me through the glass and he said sir you cannot pass here without a passport <laughs> I said, oh, yes, yes, I know, I know, I do have a passport, but I've lost it, but I'm hoping you can help me. He said, sir, if you've lost your passport, you must speak to the police. You must tell them it is stolen. I said, no, 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 oh, you missed it. No, it's not been stolen. It's been taken by the border control. He said, what? He said, what do you mean? And I said, the border control have taken my passport. They, they, you have it. He said, I do not have your passport. So I said, no, no, someone from border control has taken my passport. And he said to me, he said, you, you wait here, I will call the police. And he picked up his telephone and he started talking in really rapid Spanish, which I couldn't understand a word, but he was talking down the phone with a really serious face, chatting into it. And he looked up at one point, he stopped talking, he looked at me and he leaned forward and he said, sir, are you an asylum seeker? And I said, no, 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 I, I have a passport. There's, there's nothing... I have a passport, but I lost my passport, and it was found, and and he said, sir, my English is not very good, you wait, the police will come. I said, okay, okay. So I stood hopping from one foot to the other, it was now about, I think, ten minutes before my flight was due to take off, and I thought, that you know, this is last call, this is, everyone must be boarding, and, and finally these two police strolled over with their cool shades on, playing it really cool, and they sort of walked over to me sort of looked me up and down turned to the border force guard and they started talking in very rapid Spanish again I couldn't really understand much of it I pulled a couple of bits out so they'd sort of be pasporto illigio no espanol and as they're talking I could notice this policeman's hand just slowly moving and resting on this huge vicious looking baton he's got by the side of him and they turned back to me and he said sir you have tried to pass passport control without a passport. And I said, no, 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 no. I, no, I didn't. I, I, I do have a passport. He said, you do have a passport? I said, border control took my passport. The, 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 the border control have got my passport. And he looked at the border control guy, and the border control shook his head and said, no, this man does not have passport. <laughs> and I, I could notice at this point the police, the other policemen had sort of come to flank me, and they were so slowly cornering me against the the edge of the box and blocking my my room to escape and I at that it was I think it was that point I first became aware of how I look I'd been running around this airport in blind panic it's hot in there 
I was sweating from absolutely every pore. I probably looked like I was on drugs because I was hyped to the max. I was in pure panic mode. And I was jabbering as well. And I was jabbering in English at these guys. And they were doing really well to understand it. I don't speak a word of Spanish, so hats off to them. But there was quite a lot being lost in translation. And the policeman said to me, he said, this, he said, what is happening? I said, okay, I had a passport. And he said, yep. And I said, I lost the passport, but I went to the information. I asked the information and she said that she'd given it to Border Force. I've got, he said, sir, slow down. My English is not so good. I said, okay. And I thought, right, I'm going to have to explain this. I said, I went to the toilet. He said, okay. And I said, and my passport is in my pocket and I'm patting my pocket and I said I go to the toilet and I realised this is not the first time if you listen to the episode Balearic Blurg you'll understand this not the first time that I've stood in front of a uniformed Spanish person through a sheet of glass and had to mime going to the toilet and yet here we are again so I had to mime sitting down and pulling my trousers down (laughs) so that they could see how my trousers came down past my knee and I did a little mime to show that my passport was fallen out of the pocket. And then I said, so, okay, finish. And I walk out and I look around and then I did a very, you know, cartoon animated pat in my pocket. Oh, where's my passport? My passport is lost. Ah, information desk. He says, ah, see, see. I said, information desk. Hello, hello. I have lost passport. And information desk says, yes, we have your passport. Ah, good, yes. Information desk, have my passport. Uh, at first I thought that they were fans of the podcast because of the name, and then I really... He's looking at me a bit, but I said, oh, no, no, forget the, po- forget the podcast. Okay. Where is my passport? Ah, information we give to border control. Border control, have passport. And then the policeman said, this, this, border control doesn't have your passport. I said, no, not this man, but another man, another border control. He says, mm. okay, wait here. And the policeman walks off and leaves his colleague who has got me sort of wedged into a corner. And I noticed that he's just absentmindedly got the palm of his hand rested on the butt of his gun. And it's pretty unnerving to to see. I I, I never see a gun. The only times I ever see a gun is when I go abroad in the UK. You just don't see them. People don't have them. And it's always quite unnerving. In fact, you do. You see them at the airport. You see police with big rifles and things like that. But just for people normal i mean they're cops but just to have normal people to be walking around with a gun on their hip is it's already quite unsettling i remember flying to america and one of the first things i saw in the airport was a lady who was i think she was a cleaner or she was moving cones or something like that but she just had a gun on her hip very very odd anyway i'm sweating like i've got something to hide i've got two sets of official eyes on me and I'm standing there and my flight is now I think one minute to the point my flight is taken off and I've kind of resigned to the fact that I've missed my flight but please let me get through this please let me communicate well enough that they can find my passport anyway eventually this first policeman comes back and he is carrying to my delight he's carrying a beautiful burgundy covered passport And he hands it, he comes and stands next to me and he hands it through to the guy on the passport control desk. And he opens it up and he holds it up to, holds it up and looks at my face and looks at the passport. And he frowns 
and he says, Sir, is your name Tony Smith? And my entire world falls out, and I realise that's not my passport. I said, no. I, I briefly thought just saying yes, because if he lets me through, I'll get home and worry about it later. But I said, no, that is not me. And a big smile breaks across his face. He says, ah, it's a joke, it's a joke. And I think, <sighs> he says, you're Cornelius. I said, yes, yes, this is me. And he says, okay. And then his face screws up again and he's frowning and he's looking at my passport. And he says, sir, this passport is not signed. Now, I, I didn't even know you had to sign a passport. I, I didn't realise that was a thing, but he's probably right. He says, this passport is not signed. I said, oh. And he says, there is a €2,000 fine for trying to use a passport that is not signed. And I went, oh, yeah, you got me again. <laughs> Stony, serious face. <laughs> this guy's not messing about. I thought, oh, what is happening here? And then the cop, bless him, thank the world, whatever, he's taken pity on me. And he slowly reaches into his top pocket and he pulls out a silver pen. He says, I have a pen. And he sort of winks at the border guy. He says, perhaps he can sign his passport now. And the border guy hands me the passport. He says, sir, you are a very lucky man today. <laughs> and I absolutely agree. I am. And they wave me through, sir, you are free to go. And I've got my passport, I've got my boarding card, I've got my stuff. The flight took off five minutes ago, but I've got to try. I've got to try and get there on the off chance. And as I'm sprinting, I run past a board and it still says boarding for my flight. And I'm following these arrows, sprinting through the airport. It literally takes you through another gift shop. And I nearly took out a mouth, dragging my bag behind me. I nearly took out a massive stack of Toblerones, sprinting along. And then escalators where, you know, the travelators. So it's like a flat escalator, but it speeds you up. I'm like bombing down those, running around corners, sprinting, trying to get to my gate, which is the furthest gate away I think the entire airport has get. And I eventually run around a corner, finally get to my gate. And I can see the last couple of people just going through and having their tickets checked. And someone was looking out for me that day because the plane has been delayed. It didn't land until a little bit later. And it's been delayed by about 20 minutes. And they had not noticed that I was missing it. Like running up just in time. And I got to the desk and they checked my boarding card. They checked my passport. And I'm the very last person that climbs onto the plane. And... I got onto the plane and I, and they've got the, the air hostesses at the front and I am, by this point, absolutely dripping with sweat. My T-shirt is drenched through. My entire face has got... I've got sweat literally dripping off me. I'm so overstimulated. I'm hot. I'm panicking. And the air hostess looks at me and she says, will you wear, will you wear a mask with this flight? And hands me a COVID mask. And the look of the, the poor guy that I, as I went down and found my seat, the guy that I had to sit next to, um, it, I could see him watching me approach. And he's trying to do the calculation because every other, I was the last person on the plane, so every other seat is filled. And he can see me walking down the aisle, this bloke absolutely drenched head to toe in sweat really panicking and I can sort of see him iron and he's looking behind to try and see if there are any empty seats behind and slowly it dawns him no the only empty seat is next to you fella and this is where I'm headed 
And I sat down with uh, adrenaline coursing through my veins, but finally safe, finally on the way home. Hopefully that was my last adventure of the holiday. Just enough time to text the wife and say, had a bit of trouble at the airport, but I'm on the plane now. I'm coming home. That's all I've got time for today. Apologies, it's been a bad week. I hope you enjoyed that story. If this is your first ever Uncredible Adventures, I strongly recommend you have a look through some of the previous episodes. They're all self-contained, so you could start from the beginning. A lot of people do, but dive into any episode, have a listen. You get a bit of feel. I will be back as ever next week on time and with a full and proper podcast for all of you. That is my commitment, but I hope you enjoyed what we did together today i'm so grateful for you to listen apologies that i have not provided what i set out to do but here we are if you want to reach out to me you can find me on twitter it's i'm at uncredible pod you can find me on uh, instagram at uncredible adventures or have a look at the website www.uncredibleadventures.com i am cornelius you've been wonderful thank you for your time and i'll speak to you all next week (laughs) 